when you lie to the government, it's called a crime. When the government lies to you, it's called politics. This is Drew Allen, your Millennial Minister of Truth. Back in January of 2017, you may recall, just days after President Trump's inauguration, two FBI agents violated White House protocol and informally asked General Michael Flynn, Trump's national security advisor, if he could chat. Flynn agreed to sit down with them in his office in the West Wing and casually answer their questions regarding his communications with the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak. There was nothing illegal or even remotely inappropriate with either the conversation or what was said. In December of 2016, Flynn had a couple of telephone conversations with Kislyak. Routine behavior for any high-level incoming government official during the transition process. Unbeknownst to Flynn, those conversations were recorded by U.S. agents. And the two FBI agents who casually dropped by to chat with Flynn shortly after Trump's inauguration had the transcripts. The agents were sent by then-FBI Director James Comey and Deputy Director Andrew McCabe to entrap Flynn. The agents, of course, asked Flynn if he had asked Sergei, Sergei Kislyak not to escalate the situation between Russia and the United States in response to Obama's last-minute sanctions against Russia as his second term came to an end. Obama was trying to set a trap for the Trump administration. Flynn responded to the FBI agents that he hadn't. The DOJ then promptly indicted Flynn for lying to the FBI. The transcript of Flynn's phone call with Kislyak totally exonerates Flynn. Flynn told Kislyak on December 29th, 2016, do not, do not uh, allow this administration to box us in right now, okay? Make it reciprocal. Flynn reiterated, don't, don't make it, don't go any further than you have to. Because I don't want us to get into something that has to escalate on a, you know, on a tit for tat. You follow me, Ambassador? Flynn hadn't literally asked the Russians not to escalate anything. He had technically urged them to make the response reciprocal. And instead, he didn't want us to get into something that has to escalate. A third grader with even a basic comprehension of grammar and sentence structure could recognize the difference. But even if Flynn had told Kislyak, do not escalate, who cares? The conversation wasn't a crime. In fact, it was a very intelligent move, de-escalation, something the Biden administration knows nothing about as they rapidly usher us into World War III. But even a misconstrued word to the all-powerful FBI is considered criminal if they don't like you. If the FBI asks you what you had for breakfast six weeks ago on Tuesday, and you tell them you had huevos rancheros when you actually had chilaquiles, you can go to jail, unless you're a Democrat. In January of 1998, President Bill Clinton committed perjury. He lied under oath when he denied having sex with his White House intern, Monica Lewinsky. Clinton infamously wagged his finger and said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Of course, it's rich, isn't it? Clinton, of course, did have sex with Lewinsky. The question that should have been asked is how many times. The affair between Clinton and Lewinsky began in 1995, when Clinton was 49 and Lewinsky was 22. It lasted 18 months, ending in 1997, shortly after she gave him one final blowjob in the Oval Office. 
Clinton was impeached for lying under oath, but was acquitted and remained in office. Democrat politicians have always enjoyed a special privilege, facing no consequences for the same crimes that would land us mere plebes in prison. The FBI itself, which claims the power to put you in prison if you lie to them about your huevos rancheros, well, the FBI routinely lies to the American people and even to Congress. Just this Wednesday, the FBI Director Christopher Wray brazenly lied to the House Judiciary Committee. We know for a fact that the FBI directed social media companies like Facebook and Twitter to both suppress online information about the COVID lab leak theory, for example, and even to shut down certain accounts. FBI officials even created a special channel of communication between the FBI and Twitter employees to issue requests to censor free speech. More recently, it was revealed that the same FBI worked on behalf of Ukraine to block certain accounts on Twitter. FBI Special Agent Alexander Kobzinitz contacted a pair of Twitter executives in March of 2022 on behalf of Ukraine's intelligence agency and gave them a list of 163 Twitter accounts with a request to block them. We kindly ask you to take urgent measures to block these Twitter accounts and provide us with user data specified during registration, the FBI agent demanded. And yet FBI Director Christopher Wray denied this on Wednesday. We don't ask social media companies to censor information or suppress information when it comes to national security threats, Ray said. Ray, of course, lied. But Ray works for the government. Lying is a resume builder for the FBI director, not a crime. Lying isn't a crime when the FBI does it. Will Christopher Ray go to prison or be indicted for lying under oath? Of course not. Lying, even when it's not criminal, is both a deeply serious character flaw and equally serious transgression. It's considered a sin in many religions. Marriages are destroyed over lies. Friendships end in ruin over lies. One's reputation and credibility are destroyed over lies, big and small. One who routinely lies is considered untrustworthy and even shunned as liars should be. Lying is amoral. The German philosopher Immanuel Kant, who died in 1804, said that lying was always morally wrong. Lying corrupts the most important quality of humanity, our ability to make free, rational choices. The Vietnam War was escalated over a lie. The Northern Vietnamese didn't torpedo a U.S. destroyer in the Gulf of Tonkin. But President Johnson used the lie to send U.S. troops to Vietnam. Nearly 60,000 American soldiers died in a war that was waged over a lie. Saddam Hussein didn't have weapons of mass destruction, but President Bush waged war in Iraq over this lie. Lies have consequences, and they can even be deadly when it comes to foreign policy. We destroyed our economy and inflicted unprecedented harm on American families, businesses, children to combat COVID. Masks, social distancing, draconian lockdowns, all were enforced over a lie. These unconstitutional mandates were counterproductive. They didn't work. They knew they didn't work. Deaths and infections were inflated. Lies 
Vaccines were mandated to stop the virus. This was a lie. The vaccines didn't prevent the contraction or spread of COVID. That was a lie. But that didn't stop Joe Biden or Rachel Maddow from telling you that you couldn't get COVID if you got the vaccine. Our country is being destroyed by liars. As many as 24 million Americans lost their health care plans after Obama signed the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, into law. Obama countless times, famously, infamously, assured the American people that, for example, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your health care plan, you can keep your health care plan, Obama repeatedly said. Obama repeatedly lied. Joe Biden was elected president over a lie. President Trump, Trump, of course, was blamed for the COVID deaths, despite the fact that more people died from COVID under Biden than Trump. Uh, Trump's historic economic achievements, they were reversed. When the economy was shut down, the intelligence community lied about the Hunter Biden laptop, which proved that Joe Biden was a corrupt and compromised candidate. We're feeling the repercussions of that now. One in six voters have said they wouldn't have voted for Biden had they known that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. Joe Biden's a liar. Not just a liar, but a sociopath as are the majority of Democrat politicians and others who have no regard for right or wrong and feel zero remorse when they lie to you and me. Biden has lied about corn pop, his civil rights record, and even his academic record, claiming, for example, that he graduated at the top of his law class when he graduated almost dead last. If your employer found out you'd lied about your resume to get the job, you'd be fired. If you lied to your wife, you'd find yourself sleeping on the couch. But when Joe Biden, the media, and Christopher Wray, the FBI director, lie to the American people, Democrat voters lie themselves to defend the liars. It makes perfect sense if you don't think about it. A country which celebrates, elects, and defends liars cannot survive. They just, it just can't. A citizenry which permits these liars to go unpunished is destined to become slaves. And that's what we are rapidly becoming. These Americans who defend the liars suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. They identify and empathize with their abusers and captors. After years of denial that Ray Epps, the most vocal and filmed coordinator of the J6 insurrection, in fact, the only person who seems to be on camera organizing and orchestrating an insurrection, if you will, well, after years of denial that Epps was working as a Fed, Federal law enforcement officials, the same officials who previously denied Epps' involvement and refused to prosecute him, well, they've all suddenly announced their intention to charge him in connection to the events of January 6th. Why the change of heart and reversal of course? Has the FBI seen the light? Of course not. When the lie becomes too obvious to continue repeating, an unignorable reality threatens to expose the scheme and the fraud. The liar simply changes course, never acknowledging the lie itself in an effort to cover it up, just hoping you won't notice it, that you'll forget about it. It's as if your wife read the text messages on your phone proving you were having an affair after years of denial. And in response, you got the woman on the phone with your wife in the room, and you told her you were married and to stop texting you. Is your wife supposed to ignore that you had the affair and celebrate you for telling the mistress off? Is your wife supposed to pretend the affair didn't happen and simply pretend that reality started the moment you did the right thing? 
That's what the liars at the FBI are hoping for. We're indicting Ray Epps. Shut up and stop asking us questions. It's over. On Thursday, Joe Biden issued an executive order authorizing the Pentagon to call reservists to active duty. Is America at war? In February of last year, Joe Biden promised he wouldn't send American troops to battle Russian forces in Ukraine. Biden said it wasn't an option. Now he's prepared to send our men and women to die in Ukraine. Lying has consequences. We have been lied to for so long that we don't even know what the truth is anymore. While many Americans are living in a fantasy land reality, it's still real. You can tell yourself the economy is great, that men can have babies, and that America isn't teetering on the brink of collapse and totalitarianism. But it doesn't make any of that true. Lies are both running and ruining this country. And until the American people stop accepting and condoning these lies, because it's politicians doing the lying, America's future is bleak. Lying's a crime, especially when the government is doing the lying. Very soon, Americans are going to die over the Ukraine lie. That isn't politics. It's criminal, and it's murder. 